Yasir and Nuri are getting all the wrong advice from people. Women in the workplace be being held to different standards. And what the heck color is love? Stay with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Uh. Hey. Luther. We gotta do this. You are my star, my, daddy, like my, my mom will be so proud. She loves her some Luther. <laughs> oh, they got it over there. There you go, there you go. <laughs> what up, party people? You are here at the Love Is After show. We are discussing season one, episode two, first date. We got all of that to talk about, but before we get into it, I have to introduce my lovely co-host, starting with my love to the left. What up, Tanir Williams? Good to see everyone. Hey, y'all. It's Portia Carter. <laughs> What's up? My name is Rocky Harris. All right, all right. Second episode, so we get a little bit more in-depth of what's going on. Yes. Um, what are you guys' overall thoughts? What are you most excited to talk about tonight? It's a lot of haters. Oh. And Ruby's one of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Calling you out right now. Right. Mike Chop. Uh, my favorite thing to talk about is going to be about how many times this man said, I love you. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, all right. Yeah. You know, never too much. No, <laughs> never too much. Never too much. No, uh, or a lot. <laughs> No, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to, well, as along to uh, talk about what you guys are. Um, just to also go into my overall thoughts was about uh, Yasir, just in his situation, what's going on, know. <laughs> you know? Uh, it kind of escalated. It escalated a little, escalated uh, real quick. little quicker than I thought there, so. Yeah. Hogan. Well, that's how we open up the show. I'm assuming you talking about poor thing just got kicked to the curb. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we open open up the show with, with that. Um, yeah, Ruby kicked him out. So she's being a... Well, it wasn't... He kicked himself out. Dang. Because yeah. she was giving him time. She was going to let him stay. She like, all I need you to do is be at this place so I can pimp you out tomorrow. And then come, come dress me. Make sure you can style me and everything. So she gets to stripping... And he knew that that was too much, and he uh, and he turned her down. That's what happened. If you turn me down, you got to get out. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's how that was happening. Yeah. I, I just he put like, himself out. He said, I, I think I should leave. I so think it was he, the second, because in the previous episode, she had kind of come at him, and he was just like, yeah. You know, so tonight, I think, again, it was just like, all right, now you, you turn right, me down. Right, but again. in that moment, he was like, all right, you right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to leave. Because he did, at, the, he, he did let at get this a little point, she's going to keep on coming to see if he's going to do it, and he ain't going to be able to hold out for long. The way yeah. he was looking, he yeah. was looking like, that's a snack. I'm okay. telling you, uh, I think he was over it. I really think he was over it. He's probably like, he, I mean, I feel like men find everyone finds someone attractive, and he's been he's been with her before. But at the same time, I think he was kind of like, no, I mean, I'm kind of feeling nerdy, but whatever. I'll watch you be naked. Like I, those eyes were. Uh... I mean, you gonna look? Oh, I mean, you live you live with an attractive. It one, honey. I'm just saying, you gonna look if you gonna take your clothes off. I'm not gonna <laughs> turn away. It's not like I ain't uh, seen you before. I mean, right. just in reality, but. I feel like her desperation was a turnoff for him. Mm. And he was Ooh. like, eh, I kind of want that hardworking girl that I'm about to go see tonight, but whatever. Oh, that is yeah. a real thing, though. That's a good point. Yeah. From a man's point of view, desperation yeah. is not a... It's not cute. It's not a cute thing. So, it's, cute. so it's one of those, you go quick for the kill, but then then what? I'm, oh, I'm putting yeah. you on the spot I know, no, bit. it's like... 
I mean, I I kind of feel like uh, like like Rocky, what Rocky was saying. It's just like one of those things. Like um, I don't know. You hear guys sometimes talk about like uh, mm-hmm. like the chase, you we know, and all that kind. Yeah, yes, I mean. The uh, with the chase, you know, the chase that's going on. Like Sometimes if it's just, uh-huh. it's, it's the too, animal and the man. Yeah. It's too much. Like, too much is the is the is the, the theme. Is the right the words for this evening is too much. But his, but my thing is, if it's gonna be too much, don't go in there. And you knew she was about to get all undressed, talking about help me find some clothes to wear. I look, you knew right. she was about to, if y'all have done this before, you know the routine. You knew exactly what she was about to do. Go up in there, take off shirt by shirt, he panties by panties, oh, yeah. put on dress by dress. You already knew the routine, so well, you maybe shouldn't it was have gonna, to was gonna be di- predicament. Maybe it was going to be different this time, though, because they kind of... It was because they, this time. Because they were like, we kind of know what the situation is. It so was, so he so gave right. baby a forehead kiss and said goodnight. Okay? He said, Ooh. see ya. <laughs> right. I'll be at the concert. <laughs> okay, you'll be in your reps. Oh, no, hold right. on, but he still offered. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I, I still show up for drinks. She like, no, if you really care about me, don't show up at all. So right, like, right. Like, girl, you giving ultimatums and you don't know what you want. You sitting exactly. up in this row for about two or three days. I'm just trying to figure out what's really on your mind. And now he in his core. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Speaking speaking of car, that kind of like segues into our first topic. Is you know Sean finds Yasir in the car, and he starts to give him this advice. So that's kind of mm. what we want to talk about because I know it was blowing up on Twitter. Mm. People were like, "Why take advice from this person?" So Sean brings him in, uh, and Yasir says, "A cry for help," or I'm sorry, Sean says, "A cry for help requires a cry out," and he says, "Yo." This is what you should do. Get back with Ruby. So that's our first piece of advice. And um, I hate it because I just feel like you shouldn't be with somebody just because they can provide the, this amount of things. I feel like that's what was wrong with marriage back in the 60s. You got with somebody because of what they owned, how much money they had. And not saying that that doesn't happen today because we do know what gold diggers are. But <laughs> I just think that you should go for someone if you love them and if they love you back they're going to take you which is obviously what happened because we see them 40 some years later so mm-hmm. I just I, you know hey I just feel like you shouldn't I'm, but for me as a woman you, what you have is not going to be as appealing as what you can offer me emotionally and romantically like mm-hmm. I can get my own intellectually. money mm-hmm. intellectually logic conversations you know I just think that we need to look more deeply into what we want out of a partner and then we'll mm-hmm. receive more in the end within ourselves too. Absolutely. Yeah, that advice was horrible because he already, before he, him even finding him in the car, he already had a phone conversation with him when he first let him know he needed the couch. Like, right. bro, I told Nuri, I love her. I really do love her. So you already know that his heart is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Do not force him to go play this girl and just live off of her and use yeah. her when his heart is somewhere else. If your heart is not at my home, then you shouldn't be at my home either. Knock, knock. Because then you're going to be taking her through all of these, you know, tests yeah. and trials and struggles that yeah. she don't need to be going through from something you could have avoided, which is leaving her alone. Because okay. your heart's somewhere else. Okay. The and door. where is Camille? That We still haven't seen this infamous Camille, which is Sean's... Uh, the mother of Sean's... Is it a little girl? Little girl. Uh, yeah, I think it's a girl. Um, yeah, a little girl, because he was saying how she won't be taking stuff, and mm-hmm. he'll raise her, raise her up to be, but it kind of makes you think, like, okay, 
who is this Camille person? What are you What are you with them for? Because in the first episode, he says, I don't really know her like that. We just got a child. But you know right. what? I'm happy that they show so much of him taking care of the kid. Because I yeah. feel like that stigma and that stereotype with black men and kids is so messed up. I've had a great you know, upbringing with a black father. And I know that that's not always the case, but that does happen. So I'm glad that they are shining that, you yeah. know, highlighting. Black yeah, and I thought I, I actually piggybacking on that. I thought it was like you said, also a great way to show black men with their kids, especially since they're so young. Yeah, you know, and showing them kind of in that kind mm-hmm. of not, you know, I mean, if not to say if they were like older, it would be like any different. But it's I don't know. It's just something like that kind of touched me. Like, hey, yeah. man, you got like an infant yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And he's really getting in there. Always. And... He always with that baby. Yeah, you know. And so, and exactly. I, know. So, I was like, let go, brother. Take care of <laughs> Handle your business. You okay. Know. The second piece of advice that we come to is Angela and Nuri. Best friend relationship, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Angela doesn't isn't in a relationship. She's dating. She's trying to find that person. But Angela kind of gives her some advice like, look, get it together. Don't. Play right. dumb. Uh, and then she hits her with, you on the internet dating. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> right. But she said don't play dumb so many times as mm. as if she doesn't believe what Nuri is professing. She's telling you, I'm in love with this guy. I know that he's thinking about me the way that I'm thinking about him. Something is up. I have to be involved. And she's basically saying, um, no, you're in fairy tale land. And my thing is, girl, you ain't got no man. <laughs> like to be trying to tell her she was negative Nancy all night who likes negative mm-hmm. Nancy I just you know what I appreciate because to me I thought that Nuri was being a little soft when she was in the mirror and she was like you're mean yeah. and I'm just like I mean I'm that friend that's gonna say what I feel like to you in the sense of I'm gonna be honest I'm not gonna sugarcoat it mm-hmm. but at the same time I understand that everyone needs to receive information in a different way but um, I think Nuri, I mean, I think she is just a little sensitive. Like, sometimes you can just, you know, just take this this piece and, you know, and it's not like she don't throw shots at her, too. Like, she might feel some type of way about dating on the internet. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> and, and especially during that, that time, right. because that was a, it was way more taboo during that era. So, yeah. I mean, and obviously that shows that she can't find someone, so you throwing that in her face. Uh, yeah, and, and it also makes you think, okay, if... If Angela has gotten to this point of frustration, like, yo, get it, get over it. Right. How many times has Nori said that right. she loves or mm-hmm. like feel? I know that she says it was almost a struggle with her to say that in the first place. Right. And with her mom and all of that, that she's struggling with love. But um, I feel like she's had some bad know. run-ins, like somewhere in her yeah. life because she seems like that friend that would be like see I told you like you know right, and you're just like right. oh Angela. like and it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's like that a lot for women I feel like we go through so many it's good women I'll say because bad women you know they're another case but good <laughs> women who are who do put their effort into relationships and are loyal beautiful hardworking, they get the end of the, the stick and it's like well what did I do wrong? And then you go to the next relationship you do the same thing and then you end up feeling stupid so she's probably looking at Nuri like Wow, if this works, what am I doing wrong? Because the, mm. she, because he's hom- he's homeless. He doesn't know where he's gonna go with his life. But it ended up working mm. out. The thing is, a friend like Andrew, Angela is somebody who speaks from hurt. 
So mm-hmm. she's speaking yeah. from a lot of hurt. So she's negative because she's been there and done that before and it didn't work out for her. So all this brokenness turns into bitterness and all she can have, all she can offer is bitter advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she keeps running into the same guys because she hasn't been healed from the first person who hurt her. You're going to keep attracting what you're dwelling on. And if she's dwelling on that brokenness, that's what she's going to get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What you that. think about it, you bring forth. Right. So, yeah. And then trying to tell her friend about it. Like, girl, don't, don't put that on her. Right. Yeah. Right. She don't deserve right. it. Right. With her pageant. <laughs> and right. she's a good friend. She was like, look, we had a code. If, right. I, if I gave you one, that means... Yeah. Well, no, what did she say? If I give you a three, nobody's looking for you. If I give you uh, something she, else, then she nobody's said, She for said, you. if I give you a one, that means... Bring your butt back. Right. Mm-hmm. She said, yeah. if I give you a two, that means call me. We got something to talk about. Yeah. Right. And she said, if I give you a three, that's good news and that's bad news. The good news is, ain't nobody looking, looking for, for you. you. Yeah. The bad news is, ain't, ain't nobody, nobody looking, looking for, for you. you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hashtag, ain't nobody, ain't nobody looking, looking for you. you. Right. Okay. I'm weak. But, she but, there's, but, there, but there's parts of Angela, too. Like you said, the part that because she does keep it real, though, like mm-hmm. I can respect, like, it's not like she's just so like she's not oh, she's being just like, well, yeah. yeah it's she, like it is rooted yeah. in something where it's like yeah there you is know, hurt you know because she's talking about career and like hey you about to give all this up and for, it's you only know. two women two we, black women at the table right. and she's you know saying like look it makes a difference that we're here even right. though they don't listen to us all the time the fact that we have a seat at the table means so much right. yeah. so please yes. don't lose it over this man right. who you don't know right. and yes. who knows what it what, what it took to get to that you know, okay. get to the table and so I, you know I think that's where a lot of her you know like man what right. you doing and she being seen cause her boss gave her the same type of ultimatum he like you got good news and bad news good right. news is he sees you and he like you the bad news is he sees you and he likes you right. so if, if he don't see you and he like you then we got a problem mm. right <laughs> well I know many of you on iTunes can't see us but you might like us speaking of mm-hmm. so make sure that you rate us five stars uh, so five stars. that we can continue to give us a love. Um, and speaking of keeping it real, like we have something that we really want to ask of you. We want to keep it real. A favor. Because we love you guys and we work so hard here at our network. Yes, so we, we do. we just need a little bit of favor. Yes, we do. Hey, After Buzzers, here at the network, we produce after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. So there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But now we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one of one or more of our YouTube channels. Besides helping us a ton, here's what's in it for you. It caters specific content you already like directly to you. It brings you your favorite after show so you don't have to seek them out. And it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might interest you. This is all for millennials, y'all. Yeah. Y'all lazy because y'all lazy y'all like to look For real. Make it a read. Right. So subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows we're sure you'll love. Since you're already tuned in to, your, to the drama channel, you might be interested in shows like... Um, Greenleaf. Greenleaf. Claws. Claws. That's my show right there. The Handmaid's Tale. Better Call That's Saul. That's a good show. Better Call Saul. Queen Sugar. Queen of, Queen the, of South. the South. Queen of the South. All, we got them all, y'all. All that goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, and 13 Reasons Why. We yes. got a lot to provide. There's 13 Reasons Why you should be watching well, all of our shows. <laughs> so just remember, we have channels for other genres, too. So please don't be shy about subscribing to those either. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. They're optional. It's easy. 
Hit that subscribe button now for an even easier AfterBuzz experience. And if you let us know that you did, uh, and if you let us know that you did in the comments, we'll shout you out on the air. Thanks for being the best fans. We promise to continue to do our best to serve y'all. Can I shout out Sydney? Sure, absolutely. So I just want to shout out Sydney Williams in the chat. She joined us last week. It looks like you're going to be a regular girl. Don't leave us. I think it's a dude, a guy. Oh, Sydney. Oh, it's sorry. okay. <laughs> Bella, correct us if we're wrong. Well, you got a cute oh. unisex name. Yeah, okay. My bad. But Sydney Williams, shout out to you and thank you. They said. They love our 90s outfits. Ah, I was going to say, we didn't say anything about them. Never too much, never too much. That's what I'm talking about. And y'all, shout out to my best friend because she styled me tonight. And this shirt was worn by a writer in the writer's room on the episode tonight. This exact shirt, one of the writers had it on. So shout out to you. So if you rewind that episode, you go back and look. You'll be like, in the corner, right right there. Right. And Porsche is just in the back, actually. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who are listening on iTunes, we are rocking the 90s gear today. Yes. yes. Chime on in on YouTube. Drop a comment. Let us know. <laughs> we'll be switching it up every week. So we do our best. So thank you, Sydney, for the for the shout out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but hopping back into this, uh, Rocky, you touched on it a little bit with, uh, you know, women being in the workplace. I think this episode, it, maybe I'm not the only one, but it screamed so many things that I was like, uh, excuse Excuse me. Yes. It's ten- so not equal. Absolutely not. Especially you got two hits against you being a woman and being black. Yeah, like Period. Me. Like yes. we're always the last one and chosen. We'll, t- we'll talk on you that. Said, Wait a minute. Like skin. We're, we're gonna talk on color. Go. We're gonna not go there right Listen, now. Listen, y'all. We're gonna talk about that. But yeah, yes. I can't I didn't sign up to be light skinned, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. But um yeah, I I just feel like you do have two shots against you being born a woman and being black because you're always chosen last. You're always the one that people least you know, we we don't expect the black woman to supersede everything, even though we do, because we are the most educated group in America and we are the leading group in entrepreneurship entrepreneurship wow. but no one gives us Boom. the credit and that's okay but insert you, clap listen <laughs> but yeah I gotta give up. oh there we go hold on she said listen we, we, air horn okay With the club air horn is that what yeah. that was <laughs> I'm with you be hosting I love it though. something like that you be on the mic know, at the club okay. exactly you know, you know what stood out the most to me uh, just uh, there were so many I took notes on so many but the one that stuck the most was I quote, let's gangbang these bitches. <laughs> yes. Just to, just end quote. I'm only using that word because I was using the show. Okay. But what? But the, you know what? That's that's still 2018. And, and that's oh, oh, it's yeah. really unfortunate. I was going to say, because especially we're like talking about like the 90s and stuff. That probably was just like, Normal. Hey, I mean, but this is a man's world. Literally. We, we. I mean, it's not y'all's, but at the same time, yeah, you feel like it is. <laughs> well, no, it, it literally is not the your stereotype. World. Yes, I guess we are the, the yes. leading. The leading. Everything is dominated by the man's viewpoint perspective. Just you know, like how we have a lot of hot topics like abortion, things like that, are u- usually dominated in conversations by males. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's unfortunate that we had to witness that because that is something that's very prominent in professional settings. Emphasis on highlight, bold, underline professional settings when yeah. you shouldn't be doing that. But at the same time, women are seen as mm, we don't care. 
your voice doesn't matter. What's going to happen? You're going to tell HR and nothing's going to happen because they're going to not, they're probably not going to either believe you or they're not going to take the risk and they'll just fire you. Right. Or um, that person or whoever was just, oh, let's just move you to a different area. Let's move Girl. you to a different location. Right. Thinking that the issue is not going to continue, well, but just, just the, around different people. Just the fact, so. remember when uh, Angela said something in the meeting, I forgot what she said, but, you know, Kadeem Hardison's character was like, ah, here you go. Like this, you know, Debbie Downer or whatever she made yeah. a reference to and I feel like it was something like if they would have said something yeah. you know like um, I'm not that offended yeah. you know they yeah. would have been like oh okay yeah. uh, gone I know, think that things. yeah and I think that plays a lot into and I, I know we'll get into it but into colorism as well but to um, to stay on the women in the workplace um, something that happened uh, Marvin was talking to um, the I'm sorry backing it up the the actor that portrays Marvin on TV was talking to the real Marvin, saying he sees you, um, talking about Nuri, and he says he sees you, and he thinks you can deliver, but he also sees you, mm-hmm. and he thinks you can deliver. So we were, I was under the impression, I took it as a, a yes, you have a lot to offer, but you have a lot to offer, meaning sexually. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of made it sound like if she didn't deliver in both aspects, that her job is cut. That sounds mm-hmm. so familiar with today's society yeah, okay. and how and, people are being yeah. shut up. So, And mm. the co-worker that wasn't invited or wasn't on the list who came and she walked out of the uh, right. the restaurant and he like, how you get in there? And she like, Marvin invited me. And he like, oh, I know what you did. Basically uh, assuming that yes. she gave up sex to even get in the room with him. When, yeah. In all reality, no, she's brilliant. She's smart. She's a great writer. She deserved to be there. And I am just so sick of us as women happen to raise our hands to say, hey, do you see me? Mm-hmm. Hey, well, do you notice me? Hey, I'm yeah. here. Hey, I'm a creator. Right. Hey, I am Qualified. intelligent. Hey, I belong here. Like, you know we belong here. Without us, y'all be nothing. Yeah, that's L- but literally, I'm sorry. No offense. Look, but no. no. <laughs> I'm just saying, who you come from? <laughs> okay. Right. Why are you still here? Like, what am I doing on the panel then? Yeah. We do need you. We do need you. But y'all need us too. Right. It's a give and take. And Tanir, like, being, like, you being the only male on this panel, like, we need you to have that perspective. To have that perspective. Not just have that perspective, but, like, to share. To give us insight on what's inside the man's head regarding us because I just don't want us to be that hey you don't see me why don't you date me hey you don't see me why don't you pick me to work with hey you don't see me why you know what I'm saying it's just like this back and forth of women trying to be visible to men in order to gain approval and to be accepted in the workforce and it's tiring so it's exhausting what's going on can you help us out understand so I have a um not to get into news really quick but since we're all on that essence so there's a quote from um, art- an article that's been shared by a lot of my friends, and so I picked it up, and I thought it would be nice to share it with y'all. It's from Lenny Lennox, and it says, Being black and female in the workplace means constantly having to walk a tightrope, balancing your own emotions with perceptions and intentions of others, making everyone feel uncomfortable instead of nervous in the process. And I totally, Ooh. totally agree. It's like you are you want to go to work and be yourself, but if you are yourself, then it's either too much or it's animated or someone questions you about like, oh my gosh, like that's so crazy. Like you do that? Like you guys go to the mall too? Yeah. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> like, but I mean, especially with, like with Black Panther in particular, like that, that was such a big movement for black people. 
and a lot of people from certain demographics were just like, I don't get it. It's like, you don't have to. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to be a part of this movement. Everything is not accessible to you. Yeah. And that's okay, because everything's not accessible to us. It ain't it ain't right. always been like that, okay? Okay. Right. Not, not now. <laughs> not now. Like, Tanira, I have a really good question yes. for you, though. Um, as a... As a man, have you have you witnessed other men kind of dismissing and treating women? Oh, for sure. Because I worked a lot in uh, corporate America, mm. and especially in terms of dealing with like managers or, yeah. like you said, people coming Execs. to voice uh, you know oh. concerns or things. You know, and it would just be like on the slide, you know, like type mm-hmm. thing, like people just making a comment, you know, here and there. Oh, oh man, like this and this. You know, what's and, it called? Water, water, uh, water cooler talk. Yeah. And you would just get, you'd be like, wow, like you really just said that, huh? You know? <laughs> and then, but this then, and it was also then for me, in terms of the position that I was in at the mm-hmm. time, it was almost like I you just kind of, you hear it and then you're just like, wow, that's wrong. But I, I don't feel like I could say something right now because mm. then I'm going to be out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's what, powerful. That's, where was, so. that's where I was leading to because, I mean, hearing those sort of things, I, I don't feel like we have a whole lot of people taking up for people. Mm-mm. And I, I just wanted, that's why I wanted to really ask mm-hmm. you that. It's because what's what the inside was, what the feeling is, is why you don't. And you said it's because you might, in fact, lose your job too. Because those people who dismiss and have, they clearly have power. Right. 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 Well, yeah, definitely. Especially over you. I know the definitely the positions I was in, it was like, hey, you're in, you know, this was a, a like first job out of school type thing, you know, so it's like, hey, I haven't okay. worked no time. I don't have no I'm just trying to pay position. my dues. Right, you know, so gotcha. it's like, but you knew internally, you were just like, yeah, that's not cool. You yeah. Know I mean? And it's like, that. you really don't know what to do. And then if you speak up, then you're being, you're being aggressive or you're being combative. And it's like, I, am I? Or did you not just right. refer mm-hmm. to her hair as a cloud or right. something? You know, did like, you not yeah. just disrespect me? Right. right. <laughs> Was that not a racial slur? Right. That, 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 <laughs> happens a, that happened a lot in the show. Even when he said that phrase, gang bang these bees yeah that was like everyone kind of just like ah, or they was like uh okay it was it was uh, very it was moment <laughs> where people didn't know what to do it was right. like you and then the jokes went... that came up was weak like <laughs> let them in the group so they could give y'all some little spice and sugar right. and season yeah. that up because right. what y'all said didn't work for me it's not working i wouldn't have laughed at it yeah yeah that, well that... it was funny that because when she would you could just totally tell when she was just thinking of yasir the whole time mm-hmm. like Normally, you feel like, oh, she would have been in there like, no, this is not, you know, but right, she was right. just like hanging back. Like, I'm not even thinking about know. these fools right now. Like, <laughs> because it's, because clearly that wasn't his first time. So I, yeah. I feel like she didn't step up when she needed to. And she probably wouldn't even have a job if she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You stay so, in your seat, girl. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. But it's um, unfortunate. Yeah. I do want to recognize, again, people chatting with us. Um, I know if you're driving in the car, you can't really watch the, the uh, YouTube channel, but. Uh, be sure to, to rate us again in iTunes. Drop your comments. Um, anything that we're talking about, we love to read you guys' comments. We have Fan of the Week, so we'll start doing that every week. Uh, we'll do that a little bit at the end of this show, so thank you. Uh, but drop your comments. Let us know what you think. Um, and kind of lastly, we go into... Uh, we'll fast forward a little bit um, into Ruby. the colorism. Oh, uh, yeah. oh yes. Oh. oh, well, we can... It's a lot. You know, <laughs> go on colorism. It's going we, to colorism. We can go, we can go to colorism because, you know, we, we watched the first episode and it peaked, it, it peaked our ears a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. we was like, uh, okay. It was more so the articles, like the reactions right. from fans prior to the show airing. And yeah. then episode two was 
by all means. It was not just the stereotype of, oh, why why does he have to be in love with a light-skinned chick? Why does he mm-hmm. have to disrespect? And why is his ex-girlfriend, the angry one, got to be a dark-skinned chick? This episode right here really touched base on colorism on multiple levels. So I do want to address... Um, older Yasir? Older Yasir? We can go there, yeah. Older Yasir, when he it said... Hurt, it hurt my feelings. He literally, he literally said, back in my day... Light-skinned girls treated brothers like they was nothing. <laughs> That's right. And no. it's, you know, circulating through social media that that is still the case with light-skinned girls, you know? And I'm just going to put that out there. You know, I, I am just a black woman. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think of, just... I, I do understand, I do understand that, like, for instance, when I first saw the documentary Dark Girls, I was very offended. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that it was, it was more so like, okay, light-skinned people don't have problems, because for me growing up, it was, oh, you're, you're mixed, or you talk white, or you're, you're not black enough, and oh, you have this certain type of hair, and blah, 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 and it's like, no, but I'm I'm got the same struggles. I got naps in the back, just like you. Where the hot comb got a <laughs> there's a process, you know. Right. I'm just the hot comb got. A, I'm just Sizzle. saying. And so for me, it was that reaction. But on the other end, with my friends who were darker complected, it was oh you're too black, or you know oh you hang out with this. She's ugly. She's pretty for a black girl mm. or for a dark skinned girl, mm. and things like that. So when I saw dark girls, I was very turned off and I was offended. But then afterwards, I collected my thoughts and I was like, you know, I have a privilege as a light-skinned girl because I'm more so the person that's not going to get followed versus another girl or another mm-hmm. guy coming in being darker and they seem as the threat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's something that, you. yeah, it's something that light-skinned people do need to, <laughs> light-skinned people, the light-skinned part of the black community the needs to think race. about because it does happen. <laughs> Colorism is yeah. very real. Um, one thing that stood out to me was Amanda Stern. I I can never pronounce her last name, but she didn't want to take the role in Black Panther as um, Shuri Mm -hmm. um, because she felt like this was the time to give dark-skinned women the representation that they deserved. And she faced so much backlash for that. Mm -hmm. And she is biracial, I believe. And her statement saying that I I wasn't I didn't wasn't bothered by it, but right. at the same time a lot of dark skinned girls were. So I was like, let me take a seat back and not have a place right. because it's not something that I can have a conversation with. Even though that hurts me because I feel like as a black woman I understand I may not relate to you right. as a dark skinned woman, but the fact that I can't have a voice is kind of like you treating me like white people. Dismissed, yeah. And like how, I mean, yeah. I want yeah, I want to speak on on my side too because obviously I'm I'm biracial, but I'm consider myself. And don't say obviously because it's a lot of black girls I, that look just like you, right? And that that's kind of where I was going. Yeah, like, I I'm obviously like to the eye, a lot of people are like oh right. she's mixed, but my sister looks exactly like me. I mean, skin tone. Mm-hmm. She has blue eyes. Her mother and her father are black. Mm-hmm. And so there's still this stereotype of light skin versus dark, dark skin, especially for her, because she's like, yeah. my mother and father are both black. Just I, I, I didn't come, it wasn't my plan to come out this way. Right. But, you know, we, we take a step back, light skin part, uh, you know, part of black community. We take a step back and we say, even with me wearing curly hair now, never did I ever used to wear curly hair. Really? Always went straight always went straight and uh-huh. so the first episode when Yasir said it's very respectful that a light-skinned black woman like cut her hair because it's like a rebellious of her white privilege and she's getting closer to her black side aligning with her black side I thought it was hilarious because that's how I felt my curls but I also have to 
while I have my struggles, I am very aware. Uh, I've heard of the documentary. I'm going to go watch it now. Because you should. Yeah, because I've, I've heard never of seen it. it either. Yeah, I've heard of it. But I'm aware that I can straighten my hair to be more aligned to my white counterparts. I can wear my hair curly and those same white counterparts like, oh, okay, we're not going to pick you for this job. We're looking mm. for a different look. And so while we d- all have different shades, whether you are black, white, Hispanic, whatever, you still have a certain struggle. Of, no matter what. No, yeah, no matter what. And so my point is, we are all beautiful women. We are all beautiful people. But we need to be represented in the right way. Right. And honestly, it starts with us. Because I got to say, when my whole light skin versus dark skin came into play, it started with my black friends. Mm. And so it didn't start with my white friends. But there's a root to that, too. You know? There is, Because they, they can't, they, they have been fed in media, through their family members, through everything to tell them that what they look like is ugly. And now you have, in 2018, you have Kylie Jenner's and... The entire Kardashian family using black features to make it equate to what white is. And it's like, no, that's everything that we've been fighting to say is beautiful. Yeah. And now you're taking it and colonizing it and saying that it's yours. And that's not cute. Because at the end of the day, every single feature that has been created was created in Africa. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, when you say, oh, blue eyes, whatever... That's not your feature. That was never your feature to begin with. So, <laughs> I mean, in re- I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to take y'all to school. I'm just saying that no. Ethiopia was the only dynasty that did not get conquered. So I'm just, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah. Like, like I said in the beginning, people talk out of hurt, and that stuff come from past hurt. From yeah. the, exactly from, from the the regular, not, not regular. Dark skinned people being on the uh, field picking cotton to the light skinned people being in the uh, mass. Y'all house. gotta read the word. So I just feel like, yeah, and I just, I just feel like black is black. That's all I've been saying all my life. And you black should. is black. And I really don't have nothing against light skinned people because, you know, I got light skinned people in my family. Right. I don't have nothing against <laughs> dark skinned people because I'm dark skinned. Yeah, right. And so this whole light skin versus dark skin thing is funny to watch on social media mm. with, with the different memes and stuff. But when people start taking it into consideration in their personal lives and it start affecting their careers and just the workforce period, mm-hmm. it is just too much. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's definitely too much. And Childish. My only response ever to this is black is black. You either gonna like the black or you ain't. You know what's interesting? It might it's actually kinda of going back to your family. Um or in my, in I should say in my family, my brother like I have a younger brother and he's probably like your complexion. Mm-hmm. And my parent my my dad, he's he's lighter. My mom's probably like more my color. But growing up, it was never like I can honestly say that never came into like Light well, skin or your brother, man. you know, and may, and that's why I was really? thinking. I was like, maybe, like we never. I mean, I never. My boyfriend said that too. I don't know because light skinned men versus dark skinned men. That battle is brutal. But, but that goes back to <laughs> what women like. I didn't really, I didn't really have too many encounters with it until social media blasted. Really? Social media yeah, until sure. yeah, like and you know, I mm. studied colorism in college and things like that, but I never had it personally like done to me or like mm. you know in my parameter. I. I just haven't had that. Did issue. you ever? Did but you I've ever been around get black black people all my life? Like, yeah. did you ever get the <laughs> phrase? <laughs> did you ever get the phrase that Rocky brought up? You're pretty for a dark skin girl. Mm, I've heard people say that. I've said that to somebody before. Really? Damn. Yeah. 
like middle Talk school. Talk about hate on hate. No, for real. Like middle black school, I said that to somebody before, and the girl went off, and I'm just like, I right? never said again. <laughs> well, you know, and that's that's real though. Like fair yeah. skin, I hate fair skin. I Ooh. hate when people say that. But it it was only because I was repeating something that I heard. Yeah, it wasn't. And that's all it is. It wasn't that. It it wasn't that. You know. You it thought was something was that I thought for myself or thought that she was ugly. Right. I just heard somebody say, hey, she's beautiful for a dark-skinned girl, so I went yeah. to go and tell you her, didn't think you're beautiful it. for a dark-skinned girl. Like, right. And you had no second guess. I thought it was a compliment, you know? Yeah. And it was just something that was, you know, passed into my ears and in my intellect. Internalized. So I'm like, well, let me say it. But after that, I said it. I never said it again because I'm just yeah. like, clearly that's a problem, right. you know? Right. Well, I never I had think a... This, oh, go, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to just kind of connect it back to the show that uh, the stereotype of, obviously, like, uh, um, Mara is a little lighter. She's your complexion. I think the main character is Mara, yeah. Yeah, Mara, like, real life Mara. Right, right. And Nori is a little bit maybe darker than me. I feel like it's a little, you know, off, but but I think uh, the stereotype, a lot of people on, and I know we're going to spend maybe another minute on this because it's important, but I think a lot of people on uh, Twitter were going back and forth that, look, they don't like that um, Angela portrays this, uh, like, angry (sighs) hater not trying to have any love aggressive. The hurt, dark skin, the black heart, girl. Yeah, the hurt, And that's always the, the story, though. Like, when I saw her friend, I was like, please don't let this be a dark skin girl. Because <laughs> it's going to be that. And yeah. I mean, but if that was Mara's best friend back in the day, then, like, with it this, with this story, it's different because right. this is a real story. But it, in my mind, I was like, oh, we're going to get that. Like, that's going to yeah. be a thing. But then but, if, you, if, <laughs> if the whole, yeah, I mean, it is, if the whole entire cast was light skin, then people would have something to say. If the entire cast was dark, darker skin, then people... I don't that's think what I'm saying. Everybody say always got something to say. So think, black is black. You like yeah. it or you don't. <laughs> I don't know. What, <laughs> let us know what you think. I mean, I, I don't know. We we could talk about this all night. I know we can't, so drop <laughs> us a line um, in, in the comments. We're probably honestly going to talk about it. You know, we'll talk again. about it next time, and we'll shout you out for your comments. So right. leave it. Exactly. Right. So leave it. Because it's not that, that issue's not going away. Um, but to kind of circle back to the show, um, Nuri and Yasir are struggling getting in contact with one another. Um, they finally do. We gotta hop on Ruby because because she a hater. <laughs> Because she done Nuri. got Yasir out here washing his face with water. <laughs> and washing his face, face, head, feet, oh, face, all, all of that, goodness. hands and everything, and saying the Ramadan prayer. Or I will say, though, I will say the Islamic washing before prayer, like, that's normal. One of the pillars of, uh, of the Islamic uh, beliefs in, in Muslim is to you pray five times and you walk before prayer, you wash your hands, you wash your feet, your arms. Was he I, didn't know, was he I didn't know, know that, but I watched him do it outside with the say, jug. When he was like, on the street, I don't know because if he, he looked. I thought he, he was just he, washing he, up. Like, no, he, he did. He prayed for that. Oh, he did. Okay. He yeah. laid out the. Um, he said, "Look, oh, he laid right. out the rug and he, he prayed for that." Y'all not gonna stop me from praising my God. Hey, okay, no more prophecy, but the. In order to connect, at some point in time, Nori was missing the messages. Yasir was poor thing is waiting by the payphone. Okay, a payphone. Um, a payphone to ring something. his pager off. But in yeah. desperation, she calls Ruby's house. 
I'm going to say Ruby's mm. house. I'm weak. And Ruby answers the phone <laughs> and says, you have the wrong number. Mm. She also then says, Lying. well, you have the right number, but he doesn't live here anymore. Try his pager. Mm. And then says, when Nori said, I already tried that, she says, well, good luck. And hangs Such... up the phone. I thought she was holding it in pretty good because you know she, she probably could have really. Was but... she wrong? Mm. No. Mm-mm. Portia, hey. why, why do you think? Because Rocky says I don't, yes. I'm going to let you two okay. handle this segment before we would come. I'm going to let okay. y'all have this one. Okay. So, we are definitely in love with Nuri and Yasir and their love relationship. Kudos to y'all. I got y'all. <laughs> but at the same time, Yasir trifling. And my thing is, if I'm on the other side of the, the, the stick here and I am Ruby... You not about to have no other woman calling my phone for your broke self who sit on my couch, ain't got no job, and you turning me down every night because of her? No, I'm not doing it. You should never gave her my number, and that's that. But he ding, did ding, help ding, her ding. get dressed, though. Look, he my did thing, help her Rocky, get How many times <laughs> I'm going to let you chime in, Rocky, because I know we don't have a lot of time. This is a big segment. This how, is a big many time, yeah. how many times you going to have me knock on your door before you let me in? Okay. <laughs> I'm look, she trifling because how you gonna have me up in <laughs> how you gonna have me up in your house? You telling me that you you don't want me, you dogging me out, you saying all these things. I'm coming to you over and over again. I got a third interview this week, and it's still not good enough for you. So if you keep dogging me out, I'm gonna find somebody who ain't gonna dog me out, and that's what he did. And yes, at the same time, I feel like whatever bills I done paid up in here, I'm taking them with me since you want to throw me out. And secondly. Uh, girl, don't be mad because I don't want show none of you. Uh, you changing in front of me? That's uh, what? What's that supposed to do? Look, like, we gonna we gonna we gonna cut it because yes. I know it's it's gonna go all day. I know. I will Listen. say that some people thought that. Uh, are you, Yari spe- you speaking just, from their point of view and not Ruby's though? I'm thinking I wouldn't They're be the Ruby. Viewers? I wouldn't be or Ruby. Yuri. From she's speaking from Yazir's point of view and not Ruby's. I'm, I'm thinking if I were Yazir, I would been gone. Because I'm not going to have nobody t- talk to me no type of way. If I know, if I'm telling you I love you, I want to be with you, I want to provide, and you're not willing to give me that time, it's not like I'm just sitting on my behind. I'm trying. So you okay. continually throwing swords is not going to do nothing. To, it's just going to open more wounds, and that's why I bounced out. So I'm yes gonna and no. I'm going to get, no. I'm gonna get Rocky. Yes and no. That We got it. Two. Two. two said, one said <laughs> yes. yes. To one said yes, one said no. Drop your line. Okay. Drop your comment. <laughs> Let us know if you are team, hashtag team Rocky. Put yourself in the eyes of Ruby. Hashtag team Portia. We're going to leave it at that. Wow. All right. We do have a special segment coming up. We love to call it our love is mm. segment. And we also have a love is our fans segment, our fan of the week. So um, while we prepare the fan of the week, one word. What you guys took from this episode that love is, Portia, we're going to rock with you first. Love is sacrifice. That's my word for this week. And briefly, I say that because Yasir really made a sacrifice knowing that he had nowhere to go. He had nowhere to lay his head. But because of his love, because he definitely told uh, baby girl he loved her, what, five times in this 
Yeah, I think it was a fifth. He did it again. At the end. Five times in this episode. <laughs> Let's get it right. He told her he told her I love you so many times to the mm. point where he started believing it and it started manifesting in his heart and mm. his thoughts and in his behavior. So that he was able to, you know, deny Ruby and then not only that, put himself out with nowhere to go because of his love for her. And then Nuri turned around and did the same thing when she sacrificed being at her job, knowing how much it would cost her to go and be with him at this concert. Love is sacrifice. All right, Rocky. Uh, I've just been saying it all night, so this is, I guess, how I feel. Love is too much. (laughs) Because, you know, going from being hated by somebody, loving somebody, trying to get your behind to the concert... It's just too you, yes. Yeah. Okay, cue the music. It's too much. When you fall in love, then you fall out, then you move on to the next. Just all in all, the journey of love is just a lot. Never too okay. much. Never too much. Never too. I'm gonna say love is letting go. And in this Ooh. episode, let Ruby ass go. Man, let <laughs> I, I feel like you pretty. You know, I mean, we're even not though, gonna, we're not gonna get right. <laughs> they're like, however, we can tie Ruby back in the. No, um, I, I, I thought I saw it in a couple. Uh, couple uh instances in this episode one or i should say the biggest one i thought was actually when nuri just going through her situation like i gotta get to the concert so kind Mm -hmm. of letting go just like i know this job and stuff but is important and i I mean it's still very important to her but i gotta let this way you know yeah i gotta see what happens let this go and i gotta go for it so i like that she also let go of a lot of the men in this episode. I know we can't fit everything in, but Ooh, you know, on she, that, but. she sacrificed the coffee getter. Man, feelings <laughs> my, got hurt. My love is, uh, my love is long conversation. Because I miss, I, you know, well, I don't miss it because I had these with my husband. But <laughs> you knew it was a good conversation when he had, when he had the good conversation pose with the hands in, in his drawers. <laughs> That was a good conversation pose. Or when your feet are up on the wall, yeah. you know, you having a good conversation lost in time. So I think love is good communication. It's mm-hmm. open communication. It's authentic yes. communication. And it's really unveiling that mask that we wear every single day for other people, mm-hmm. taking it off for the right one. Give so, it to that is our Love Is segment, and we want to give a Love Is to our fan of the week because love is our viewers and our fans. So who is our fan of yes, the week before I, we end the show? Fan of the week is Tiffany J. Pie. Uh, Tiffany broke it down, man. You were you were Ooh. very active in the comment section last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, and you had some good comments. I did appreciate. I know we weren't going to talk about the dry humping comment, but she did come <laughs> with like just a funny comment about it's very much alive. And I just wanted to know, Tiffany, is this spoken from personal experience or like, you know, shout out, put it in the comments, Tiffany, let us know. So you are the fan of the week. Fan of the week. Love is Tiffany this week. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for that. Um, That's pretty much, you know, uh, what we have. We do want to finish up with news and gossip. Really quick, y'all. Just a fun fact. Oh, cute. So, just so you guys know, fun fact, the same barber that cut Mara's hair back in the day is the same one that they had cut Michelle Weaver's hair, who plays Mary. What? Oh, that's so cute. cute. Maybe he can, like, you know, do me. I'm, you know, big chop moment. You know that. Oh. (laughs) She's about to come in. No woman, y'all. You know, (laughs) encourage me. But, um... Yeah, that wraps up for us, guys. There's so much that we can talk about this this mm-hmm, show. Yeah. I mean, we can let it go on and on. But 
Leave us a comment on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Drop mm -hmm. a comment on YouTube. We do check them ourselves and reply. So thank you. Thank you for that. But um, to carry on the conversation, let our team, our viewers, know where they can find you, Rocky. You guys can find me on Raquel, uh, at Raquel Harris TV on all social media. My name is Rocky Harris, and I'll see you next week. And y'all can find me at all social media at Portia Carter. That's me. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Tanir W. And you can find me, Takira Shabray, on Instagram and Twitter at Takira underscore Shabray. We love you guys and thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.